0: Welcome to the Vibe Within podcast. I'm your host, Gab Cohen. Each week, we will connect through stories and conversations about wellness, yoga, addictions, spirituality, mental health, rituals, and everything in between. The goal is to transform our traumas into strengths to create the change we desire in our lives. My mission is to help others by shining awareness on real life topics so we can learn new ways to heal physically, emotionally, and spiritually. Whatever you are going through in this moment, you are not alone. So let's connect and heal our vibe within. Hey guys, what's going on? Welcome back to the Vibe Within podcast. I'm your host, Gab Cohen, and I'm really excited to share this episode with you today because I have my dear friend on the podcast, Fern Olivia, if you don't follow her on Instagram. Um, she is all about thyroid health, thyroid and yoga combination, um, all holistic healing. She is a travel journalist, a Reiki master. She's the founder of Thyroid Yoga and she does retreats and trainings in Greece and Costa Rica. She is super knowledgeable about healing the thyroid because she has been dealing with hypothyroidism and thyroid and autoimmune, um, dysfunction. I don't don't know if that's a good word, but um, she's been dealing with these issues for quite some time now, and just as I have, um, but she has so much knowledge. She's been in school for integrative medicine. She is licensed in holistic um, healing, and I just feel like this woman has so much knowledge to offer. I'm super excited that she came on the podcast. Um, I've been wanting to to do this interview for some time. So we talk about all things thyroid. We talk about the stigmas around, based around thyroid and how um, ma- many people can be misdiagnosed. We talk about the gut. We talk about getting to the core seed um, problem that, that, you know, makes autoimmune disease occur. We talk about Hashimoto's, we talk about drinking and drugs, we talk about all things that could be definitely linked and affiliated with autoimmune. Um, I asked her some questions about getting off of my medication and since this episode was recorded um, I definitely am off of my medication now. I weaned off of it so this was recorded a little bit um, back because I have some episodes in queue, but she gave some really, really good advice. We talk about tinctures, elixirs, wellness cures, holistic remedies, and all those types of things. So I think that this will really help a lot of you, even if you don't suffer with autoimmune. We talk about the gut a lot and things we can do to really minimize our worries and we can just simplify our holistic practices so i hope you enjoy this episode we'll get right into it uh we'll see you on the other side this episode is brought to you by tonic vibes cbd tonic offers cbd blends that use organic sun-grown hemp flower from their family-run farm in upstate new york Their original formulations were first developed by Tonics founder, Brittany Carbone, to help manage her own anxiety and depression that she was suffering with herself. Combining plant-based ingredients like ashwagandha, black seed oil, lemon balm, and passion flower, their soulfully crafted botanicals work with the CBD to restore our body's essential balance. The magic is in the love and intention that goes into each of their products from seed to shelf. And I have personally been using their tinctures for almost two years now. It's one of the first companies that I actually reached out to and was super interested in their company because I love their marketing. I love their Instagram. I am obsessed with all that, obviously, since I went to school for that. Um, and I loved how they were packaging their stuff. It has a really um, light vibe when I look at their Instagram, and it's female-owned. It's a family-owned small company, uh, and it's just amazing. It's one of my top tincture companies that I work with, and My favorite tinctures are the OG tincture, the tonic OG that has ashwagandha in it, black seed oil, tastes so good. Um, It's more of an awakening, uplifting tincture. I like to take it in the morning. And then I love their chill one, which is not as sweet. Um, It has the passion flower and lemon balm in it still, but it's more of a nighttime tincture. And of course, you can take these during the day as well and in the morning, but That's just how I do it and I love their tinctures so much. They also do little roll-on topicals and they are doing CBD flower as well. So I really recommend getting into Tonic as it's one of my favorite companies. Obviously, I have them sponsoring the podcast and I love them so much. So if you want to check out tonicvibes.com, you can go purchase anything from their website and use discount code GYPSYLOVE for a discount at checkout. That's tonicvibes.com, and you can use discount code GYPSYLOVE, G-Y-P-S-Y-L-O-V-E, for a discount at checkout. I just want to kind of hop right into it. We can always backtrack a little bit later, but I wanted to ask you what your take is on autoimmune. And I feel like this is kind of a buzzword right now in the health and wellness industry, but for a good reason, because I think everybody um, really is in in tune with like, what the hell is this? Why is everybody suffering with autoimmune all of a sudden? And I would love to just hear your take on autoimmune and why you think it's on the rise right now. Absolutely. So it's really interesting that wellness
1: practitioners and healers are feeling so ill or feeling imbalanced. And what I've discovered, I've been in this industry since 2011, and I personally experienced adrenal burnout and Hashimoto's hypothyroidism, and that inspired my wellness journey. So many of us that have these conditions or autoimmune conditions, which I'll touch upon in a moment, we are inspired to heal ourselves and then also help others heal. Many people are sleepwalking through these conditions and the symptoms because they receive a symptom or a diagnosis, and oftentimes many people are disheartened by the diagnosis and want a quick fix and take a pill or or try to, um, you know, either ignore it or just you know want to get rid of it and not look at the underlying cause us in the wellness world and the healers are uncovering more about our bodies. And we might notice that the symptoms are part of an autoimmune condition, or most often a couple different things going on in our bodies, right? So back to autoimmune, an autoimmune condition is often term times we've heard the term that it, our immune system is attacking itself. However, it's much deeper than that. Our immune system is ba- basically speaking to us and it's Most often, I won't say always, but it's most often an imbalance in the microbiome. What the microbiome is, it's our gut, it's our gut brain, it's our digestive system, and it's the balance of flora, good and bad bacteria in our body. Most oftentimes, this is what's creating the dis-ease in our body, the disharmony um, of how our bodies are working. And over time, if we don't correct the imbalance of bacteria in our body, it will lead to this um, cascade of, of disease, um, hypothyroid conditions, Hashimoto's, Graves disease, Lyme, um, rheumatoid arthritis. Yeah. There's so many different autoimmune conditions, celiac disease. And a lot of times people have more than one. Yeah. And the, the root cause is generally the same liver toxicity, heavy metals, the, the leaky gut and the, the, um, the, the, uh, Microbiome imbalance. And so many times doctors are misdiagnosing the autoimmune conditions because they look so similar. And most often a blanket term, you'll get a diagnosis for one thing, but you might not even get checked for another. The doctor will just say you have one that we checked for. And Many times, and if you're familiar, if you're listening and you're familiar with medical medium, I highly, if you're not familiar, highly recommend checking out his work. Mystery disease and mystery illness is something that so many people are feeling that they have that a doctor can't really pinpoint what they are going through with any specific blood test. Most oftentimes, a doctor isn't testing for Epstein-Barr virus, and Epstein-Barr is the general cause and most often cause of many of these autoimmune conditions because it's most often not even diagnosed as a child when we had a very severe respiratory infection, sore throat, that we might've had our appendix taken out or the, um, the uh what's the other one tonsils tonsils. yeah Yeah. so it's so funny because I remember back in elementary school so many of my friends were getting their tonsils taken out or their appendix out and it was so cool like oh Johnny got his appendix out like he's gonna miss class for a week and I was like I want to miss class I want mine taken out you know I was like I would get swollen tonsils all the time with strep throat and I never had mine taken out. And I was kind of like, why am I not getting taken out? You know what? You know, with, with the whole thing with Adderall and ADD, I was always just like, wow. Wow. I want that. You know, everyone's taking Adderall. Everyone has ADD. And it's it was like one of those things of, you know, everyone's, it's kind of like normal for your appendix to be taken out. And we're children of the, the 80s, 90s. Uh, this generation of wellness coaches and health practitioners are around this age group. And that's a time when we really had, um this oversaturation of fast food and chemicals being introduced in different body products and makeups and and pollution radioactive situations and um, well, this really disrupted our hormone balance and our microbiome balance and um, it's something that is is a we're, we're noticing we're waking up to that now and we're we're really starting to understand that we can heal our bodies.
0: I think that what you just touched on is like literally you just hit the nail on the head because so us in this 80s, 90s, early 2000s, right? Mm -hmm. Our generation, this age group is pretty much the whole health and wellness industry because it's like 20s, 30s, 40s. So we've been like raised on fast food. And I remember growing up, like everything was a rush. Wendy's, Mm -hmm. Burger King, McDonald's, that was normal. Nobody thought twice about it. And actually, that's really interesting with the tonsils thing because I got my tonsils <laughs> out when I was, like, four. Yeah. I was, like, really, wow. really young. I, I don't even have memory, like, that that far back. But I do remember that whole process very, like, blurly, you know? Mm-hmm. And, like, um, I just think it's, it's so true when, with what you said, too, about Epstein-Barr. I remember when I heard the medical medium – podcast like maybe maybe four years ago three or four years ago he was talking about that and I was like wow I have every single symptom from that and I think that yeah the the blanket term autoimmune is very frustrating because I was diagnosed quote-unquote diagnosed with Mm -hmm. hypothyroidism when I was like 16 or 17 and while my mom does have it as well um Maybe she was misdiagnosed. And then, so I was put on thyroid medication when I was that young. And it's, uh, it's really synchronous, synchronous, synchronized right now yeah. that we're having this conversation because recently I've gotten this huge ping to take myself off of the thyroid medication slowly. Mm. And any doctor would say, no, don't do that. But I'm so against going to a traditional doctor that I've kind of just had to do my own research and listen and research what types of minerals and supplements I feel that I need based on doing my own research and my and comparing it to what I'm feeling physically and it's it can be like it could feel like a never ending journey because like yeah. one week I'll be feeling so great. Oh my God, I don't have any of my symptoms. And then the next week I'll have everything from inflammation to migraines to swelling of my fingers and my legs. And it's like, okay, it, it it kind of is a mind fuck because it's like, all right, well, what I have all these things, and it's like getting an actual diagnosis would be actually really beneficial, but it could be a plethora of things. So I guess. I want to ask, like, when were you diagnosed, or like, when did this all happen? Like, what age were you, and when did this all kind of arise?
1: Yeah, so I was diagnosed. And thank you for sharing that. It's it's so close to home, and I feel like so many listeners are resonating with this right now. Thank you for having me here. Um, I was diagnosed around 16 years old when I was gaining all of this weight my hormones were going crazy i was sweating profusely i had cystic acne i was always getting sick and even i I mean i was diagnosed at 16 but the condition was definitely prevalent in my body since a little girl because i remember it always being constipated and then every time that someone in school was sick i was getting sick so my immune system was so low and i'm sure my microbiome was very out of balance because when you do get sick all the time you always have these upper respiratory nasal congestion sore throats most often, time it's an overgrowth of bacteria in the microbiome in the gut. One of them, there's many, but one of the overgrowth that's very common is candida, mm-hmm. and I'm sure I had this overgrowth um, as well as you know bacteria, parasites, worms. It's so common, especially for those that eat fast food and in meat uh, overconsumption of meat, which I was eating yeah. as a young girl and many common, um, you know, just, you know, being a human in this world, it's really easy to pick up something. So I wasn't diagnosed, even though I have, I'm sure the condition was very, very strong in my body from a young age. So 16 is when I got diagnosed with hypothyroid, but the doctor never um, diagnosed or took, gave me a test for anything other than that. So at 22, I diagnosed myself with Hashimoto's because I studied biomedical engineering in school. Researcher, parents weren't telling me, so I I found out what Hashimoto's was, and I did a lot of journal research and articles. And at the time, in 2000, what year was it? It was like about 2009 or 2010. Mm-hmm. I I was so distraught you know I no one could tell me what was wrong or what was going on with my body so I found out that gluten creates this um, inflammation in the thyroid because the structure of the, the gluten molecules and the gluten protein mimics that of the thyroid gland and the thyroid thinks it's an invader and then creates more inflammation and attacks itself even more. So I brought this to the doctor and at the time there was, they. I mean, we've known for ages about this whole gluten and thyroid and diet, but Doctors in the Western medical world, I mean, this you can find books from the 1800s on this stuff. It's not new, new knowledge. But I feel like in the Western allopathic medical world, it's not something that's taught. And I was never taught. I went pre-med in, in engineering and biomedical engineering. I was pre-med and this stuff was never talked about. So. I brought it to my doctor, one of the top endocrinologists in New York City. I found him in the book of the top, you know, possible endocrinologists, which are the specialists in the glandular system and endocrine.
0: Yeah. And
1: he was like, wow, I never knew this. I can't believe this. This is new to me. And I was like, oh, my wow. gosh. Like, I <laughs> why am I wasting – hundreds and hundreds of dollars every month to go to these practitioners that I'm telling them, you know, I, I was like, I can't do this anymore. And that's the beginning of when I went to, I I went to the Institute for Integrative Nutrition, which I highly recommend anyone's interested in the health coach and healing world, making that a career. I, 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 was working in finance at the time and then I started studying nutrition and holistic healing and, At one point I just said, okay, I can't work in a corporate industry. It's toxic. I need to quit my job and, and heal myself full as a full-time professional. Like let that be my work. Let healing be my work.
0: Like you felt an alignment in that, in that industry. So it might as well make it your, your career. Exactly. Exactly. That's crazy. Um, I've had, I've had experiences like that as well with doctors. Um, One in particular, when I went in and I was having a lot of inflammation and flare-ups and you know, I'm thin naturally because I grew up a dancer and athletic and all this stuff. So when you go into a doctor, they look at you on the outside and they're like, you look fine. (laughs) The doctor literally asked me, are you sure you don't have hyperthyroid? And I was like face palming and shaking my head and my head started spinning. And I was like, this was not that long ago. I was, I was, think like twenty five. Mm-hmm. So, like, and I just sat there and I was like, no, I have hypo. I've, I've mm-hmm. been dealing with this for almost ten years now. So, I don't think that I'm hyper. I can't, I can't tolerate gluten. I can't eat normally, like, like what a normal person would eat. So, um, that was really frustrating. And it, it that moment clicked, and I, I, it turned me off of going to a regular doctor because. I can't sit here and go through the same conversation and mm-hmm. it's, it's not that we're smarter. It's not that I'm, I'm putting myself on a pedestal, but we're more aware of the holistic approach and it makes sense. I mean like Eastern and Western medicine both have their time and place, but it's really frustrating, especially when you want to talk about financial and and <laughs> how much money people are spending on holistic, especially with Lyme disease and, um, and lupus. Those are the two oh, that yeah. people really, and my mother has lupus and she was diagnosed with that not too long ago. So it's like, she's still on this journey as well. And she's been on this autoimmune uh, journey for a long time. And it's really frustrating to see her suffering like that. But I guess like, so you diagnosed yourself is what you're well, saying. Yes. Cause you're very knowledgeable and all this stuff. And you're like, you know what, you know, you're, you're in your own lane once you diagnosed yourself were you ever on a synthetic thyroid medication or
1: yes unfortunately I, I was for many years and I was very unhappy with that but at that point my body was pretty much shutting down um, I was so inflamed I could barely get out of bed I was depressed I felt like I just I felt like a victim to this condition at the mercy of this you know diagnosis and Hashimoto's itself just sounds scary and sounding and hearing, oh, you have an autoimmune condition just feels like the end of the world. Doctors scare you. Like they're like, you're gonna have this for life. These are the symptoms. And it just feels especially when I was going through the symptoms in, you know, the 2008 through 2014 were the worst of my symptoms for that six year span. It just felt like, oh my gosh, no one understands me. We know a lot more information now, but I still see in my practice so many women are feeling so hopeless. And like this, the doctors make it seem like, okay, you're a victim of this diagnosis. You're going to have it for life. Here's the medication. You need to take it every day in the morning. First thing, you know, before you eat anything, it's like, then you got to give it an hour to work and then you're still going to feel terrible. So they make you feel like this is your ultimatum. So I was on medication because I didn't know any better. And at that time, there wasn't a lot of research and information about the nutrition and at least that I could find. And so I did take it and... It didn't really work, to be honest. It was just a mask, a band-aid for the symptoms that were happening in my body. And um I you know what, I weaned myself off of it without the doctors. I did kundalini yoga, um, Ayurveda, I acupuncture, I tried everything. And ultimately I was able to manage my symptoms and not rely on the medication. You know, I wouldn't recommend to anyone to just go off the medication without a doctor. I, mm-hmm. I have had many clients that do that anyway, and they're fine. Mm-hmm. Um, but I personally won't say to do that. I have many clients that they practice. I have a program called Thyroid Yoga, and they practice the Kundalini Yoga Kriyas, which are sequences that I give them. And they, they take the essential oils uh, topically on their thyroid, and um, and they really listen to the dietary program and and they're really good about the holistic lifestyle and they heal and they heal without the medication or they decrease their dosage and finally they're able to not rely on the medication to feel good anymore and that's what I've done and in moving to Costa Rica where I live currently I eat fresh fruits and vegetables I sleep oh my gosh I sleep amazing because I live in nature I breathe with the trees I'm surrounded by healers I, you know it really depends on your environment too and Some people can easily go off medication and then others, if you're still creating a lot of stress in your life with your work or you're you're just having a lot of stress, it's harder to go off the medication. I have to say, everyone asks me. They're like, "Can I do it? Can I just go off the medication?" And I say, if you live in an ideal situation, like an oasis of a jungle, and you, you know, you really can, you really can use nature as healing, as medicine. Then yeah, yeah it's much easier than someone who works a corporate job and has a stressful lifestyle. And you, you know, your body needs to get to a certain baseline where you feel like you're not coping anymore, and and then you can get off it. It really depends on the person. Yeah,
0: yeah. I've heard. So I've heard. I, I do want to get into your thyroid yoga. Uh, let's put a pin in that just for a second. Yes, absolutely. Um, because I've read articles and I've heard podcasts about like I'm on. I was on levothyroxine, and it's just hmm. it's crazy because like the ping that I was talking about with weaning myself off this all happened in the past like couple months, and um, you know, I. I would love your recommendation for someone who's listening, who's maybe been on thyroid medication. I've been on it for 11 years. That's a long time wow. yeah. and I read in a, in a few articles and podcasts that the synthetic hormones that thyroid medications put in your body only work for a certain amount of time. And then um, your body kind of like plateaus. So, mm-hmm. I think, and I think that sometimes I, and if you're misdiagnosed, and you're taking thyroid medication when you don't actually need it, um, that could actually backlash. So that's like, these thoughts were coming into my head, kind of like downloads, like, Mm -hmm. it's not that I'm not, I'm not a doctor, but I'm receiving these like messages. And um, what would so for someone who is thinking about weaning off, and I know that we're not we're not PhDs or anything like that. Um, but like if you were to recommend just to me, like, how would you recommend to wean myself off? Because I have a whole protocol that I do. I have supplements and tinctures and stuff like that. So I'm, I have one, one big foot in the holistic Mm -hmm. world and I have like my toes still in the, the synthetic world. So like, for me, what would your recommendation be?
1: Yeah, it's very interesting because that—that's what happens essentially is the body isn't going to start make, making its own thyroid hormones when you're pumping the body with it. So the the imbalance that's at the root cause is still persisting. So for me, what I what worked for me and what has worked for so many of my clients is that you have to look at what's creating the imbalance in the first place. And then if you heal the liver, if you heal. So for me, I was a binge drinker um, for maybe six or so years, college, and then a couple of years after where I would just drink Bottles of 151, t- so I would be warm in Syracuse where I went to school. I would just drink a bottle of 151, which is disgusting and okay. it's so high in alcohol. <laughs> and um, my friends and I would brag about it like, oh, it's our winter jacket. We just had 151 to come to the bar. You oh know, we yeah. just would wear our little, little tiny, like sexy dresses and heels and walk in three feet of snow to get down to the bar and be just wasted out of our minds. And no wonder my liver, my poor liver, thank you for healing liver because. I've, been, I've healed that. I've taken the last couple of years to do so many liver cleanses. And I'm happy to talk about more about what those are and drink celery juice every day and do what I need to do to repair my liver. And because of that, my thyroid is great. And so many times we're just looking at the thyroid and just taking that medication. But healing the body takes many years. It takes more years than it took to do the damage. And especially I'm sure I was doing damage way before that with eating processed foods, eating foods as a little girl. I was intolerant to like dairy. I was always getting sick. And I ate dairy for years. At holiday dinners, I would always be the one in the bathroom, just like there the whole time. And everyone was like, What's wrong with Fern? Why can she never eat this food? And it's because I was intolerant to it and no one no one knew. Yeah. So it takes years and years to to reprogram the body, to 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 really heal the body. And it's, it, again, it's not something that a simple thyroid pill can fix. So over time, the thyroid might start to understand the medication. But then it comes to a point where if the underlying issue still isn't fixed, of course, the body's still going to feel terrible. And that's what so many women and men that come to me miss. They're like, I'm on medication. I still feel terrible. I'm like, of course you do. You didn't fix the underlying issue. So right. I'm intuitive also. And I really, I help my clients understand what that issue is. And then it's so fun because I love to have them also go to a functional medical doctor and get their tests. And ultimately they're like, Oh my gosh, you were spot on. I do have heavy metal toxicity or I do have a parasite or I do have candida or I do have, you know, my liver or my adrenals or something. And I'm like, I knew it, you know, I I can see, I read signs in the body and um, I feel it. And, and I can understand where trauma is in the body just by my intuition and, and conversation with my clients. So, it's yeah, it's way beyond medication. It's it's something on a, a deeper energetic level. There's there's more that's going on holistically in the body and also on a soul level too. There's so much that happens in the body when there's trauma. Any tor- any sort of trauma in the body creates a physical manifestation of that trauma. So oh, yeah. again, Definitely. it's beyond yeah. So we know this as healers yeah. that you know, the Western medical world isn't always privy to or doesn't pay attention to so we're very lucky in that that we are in this space of the wellness and healers because we have um we have superpowers
0: (laughs) yeah like so yeah what you just said resonates with me completely because i went through a phase in a long phase in high school and in college with drugs and alcohol and i think a lot of the listeners um, can say the same because I feel like that's why a lot of them resonate with me is because I talk about this a lot and addiction and um, so on top of the childhood with all the with the crazy foods that we were eating and then drugs and alcohol it only makes sense that that now you know we're dealing with these issues and so for someone you know like me who has been on medication for so long would you recommend just making the daily dose smaller, or would you do, like, three days, none, one day, you take it, you know, like, what's the, because I've read different types of things, but what's your take on it?
1: So, when people are skipping days and and trying to just get the body in, in balance in some sort of way, I mean, for me, I... I really think it comes down to the underlying cause and and really focusing on that treatment rather than you know skipping days of the medication to try to balance it out. And again, this is these are these are things that a functional medical doctor who's compounding I would if if you're on thyroid medication, I would try to find a compound formula Mm-hmm. And that's something that certain naturopaths and functional medical doctors can prescribe. Mm-hmm. And really, again, looking at in that weaning off process, I think it's so important to at the same time address what's going on in the microbiome and see where the issue's really happening. Because if you address that first, then you'll be able to get off the medication faster and more efficiently than just trying to, like, titrate and mix your dosages. Yeah. True.
0: Okay. That makes sense. Yeah. I mean, I guess once the body is on a protocol with like natural, like whatever it is, like supplements and tinctures and herbs and stuff like that, then it it won't really be shocked when like the synthetic hormones aren't in there. And that's, that leads me to, I guess, yeah, that just that, like for me and the research that I've been doing, um, some of the supplements that I have been taking is like an adrenal support, Mm -hmm. iodine, uh, a vegan plant-based DHA, um, um, maca, maca's great. Um, ashwagandha. And like, so what, what would you, what, when you get a client who is suffering and what's like your go-to protocol, just to see how their body reacts, like, you know, just the first wave of, like, what types of supplements or tinctures or herbs.
1: Yeah, so I have a standard herbal formula or recommendation for every single client that I have, and that's an Ayurvedic herb called Shilajit. Mm -hmm. And I have a post about it on my website at thyroid.yoga, so definitely check that out if you're interested in this herb. It's it's really important to get a, a pure... Uh, very, very carefully harvested formulation, which there's a brand called uh, Lotus Blooming Herbs that I love. So I have recipes using it on my website with tonics and smoothies and all sorts of things. And what's really great about this herb, and especially using it in combination with ashwagandha, which you might have heard of, it's an adaptogen. Two of the most powerful things you can do, take ashwagandha, It's an adaptogen. It really helps your thyroid balance, whether you have um, overactive or underactive, Graves or Hashimoto's, or even thyroid cancer, thyroid removed. It's really great for balancing hormones. And it's an, an adaptogen, meaning it will adapt to what you actually need. So instead of trying to figure out how, and you can't overdose on it really unless you're taking like cups and cups of it a day okay um, which i don't know who in their right mind would do that and you can you can also take maca as well i love maca the thing with shilajit is that if you combine the shilajit with the other adaptogens like maca like ashwagandha it increases the potency of the herbs that you're taking it with so oh, it's cool. an amplifier and it also contains all of these trace minerals, about 82 trace minerals that many times, if you have a thyroid condition, you're deficient in your trace minerals. And so it gives the body a ton of energy. It's stronger than coffee, but doesn't give you jitters, it gives you lots of stamina. It was it was what Aristotle took. And it's, it's this ancient, it's like this really ancient power substance. It's black. It looks like a resin. It is a resin. And it is so... Uh, it's just so miraculous. What I do, so I do a couple different things. I make a turmeric golden milk with shilajit. Um, and then I also do, it's a little, you take a tiny little pea-sized amount. And again, I describe it on my website on what I do and how it's so helpful. There's actually research um, I just found online. There's scientific journals that show that it, it decreases thyroid nodules the growth wow. of them, the size of them, the prevalence of them. And um, it's so I, I recommend that for every single person that comes to me with a thyroid condition, every single person. And it's an Ayurvedic herb. Ayurveda is the study of life. And it's ancient. It's been around forever. So it's, it's not some, so wild. Yeah. So that's, um, that's something that definitely recommend. I don't recommend taking all these supplements because uh, otherwise, other than a lot of herbs, because most oftentimes the body can't even digest or assimilate it. So I'm really into tonics. I love um, I love herbal tonics and powders and then also in tinctures because the body can absorb it better than a pill. Most oftentimes the, the, the amount that's concentrated in the, the supplement, the body it doesn't even know what to do with it a lot of the times. Um, I'm not saying throw out all of your supplements, but for me, I would take more tinctures than supplements I agree. Yeah. Oil of oregano is great for the immune system, especially if you're fighting any bacteria or, or parasite. Um, I like eating probiotic rich foods. So I will take a probiotic supplement when I'm traveling and I don't have access to the foods, but if I can, I'll get the fermented coconut yogurt or kimchi and then making sure to have in the body, um, in the pantry, things for the body like um, uh, I take a lot of dandelion and milk thistle and things for the liver to support the liver as well.
0: Yeah. Okay, cool. Yeah. Well, we're going to link everybody in the show notes to your website with all that information. Um, that's so awesome that you just shared that information about Sheila because I actually, I mean, I have Sheila here in my house, and I'll go through phases where I feel called to fit to in my, t- my um, tonics and my elixirs and stuff. But it's interesting because when I broke my arm last year, uh, a Shilajit company was like, hey, we're going to send you some Jit, like happy healing, like it'll definitely mm. help you. And I was like, okay, cool. So that's when I first got into Jit was like this time last year. And it really did help. My arm My arm wow. healed and I didn't put two and two together with how it could have been helping my thyroid. But I think now that I think back, um, yeah, I think that I wouldn't have been able to get through that process if I wasn't really heavy on, on the Jit. So that's really, really cool. And I also agree with you that um, tinctures and powders are the way to go. And I've been obsessed with making elixirs and yes. drinking the medicine rather than swallowing it down like a big pill. You know what I mean? It doesn't, doesn't feel natural that way. Um, thank you so much for sharing that because I feel like there's so many – like we need to take notes. I need to re- re-listen to this and like take notes. Yes. And another important thing I'll just mention
1: about taking – Taking pills as well is that it's totally fine if you have some supplements and you love them. I, I mean, I there, yeah. every so often I do. I I have a collection of ones that I really like when I need my immune system needs it. And what I do is I bless them and I say thank you. I put them in my hands and I say thank you so much. This is medicine. This is from the earth. You know, and and there are times I have to say where I I have recently this year gone on a medication a prescription, and. I was so anti, like, I don't want to do this. I can't believe I'm putting this into my body. I had an ear infection and I was like, oh, I can't believe I'm taking this. Right, right. And you know, and, um, but the thing is you just think it. And as I, I try to, as much as I can be a hundred percent holistic, there are times when medication is necessary and I always just bless it and thank it and, you know, and really trust in my body's own intelligence to use it in a natural way. And,
0: you know, you just, you really have to do the best you can. Right. Like, no, we're all human and we're all, we're all trying to find that balance. And yeah, I think it's all about intention, but so let's, um let's backtrack a little bit. Um, when, when you were going through this transition of getting off of medication and then you get into yoga, um, and then you, then you start combining yoga and Kundalini and now you have your thyroid yoga. So tell us a little bit about that and what types of yoga, what like off the top of your head, the most important, like postures in yoga, and what really helped you in in the yoga world heal your thyroid. Yeah, so it's really interesting because if you Google
1: yoga and thyroid, most most often you'll come you'll see my website thyroid yoga come up. Before that existed, you would see several poses that were good for your thyroid, like shoulder stand, camel pose, cobra pose, um, you know, bridge pose. Which was really interesting because I saw a gap there. There was like, okay, you can do some poses, great. But there's there's a technology called Kundalini yoga, and there's specific kriyas or sequences that alter the brain chemistry. Well, everything alters the brain chemistry in this in this type of yoga and, and the glandular system. Kundalini yoga is developed to cleanse the glandular system and cleanse the blood and change the, the brain chemistry. So it really works on a really deep neurological level. Every single Kriya creates a huge change in the body. And when you practice it consistently, which is what I started doing in around 2014, is that you can heal the body fast and powerfully. And it's it's really, truly a technology. It's ancient. Yogi Bhajan brought it over from Asia or from India in from the East to the United States, to the Western world. And it's amazing because we have available to us what used to be secret. This was this was a royal yoga lineage that was only available to royalty in India. And now we have this this technology and this medicine at our fingertips. There's over 8,000 different Kriyas or sequences. And what I've done with thyroid yoga is I, I take the ones that are really powerful and those are the ones I give to my students and my clients. So I've sorted through, there's so many sequences I don't even know about yet, but I've, I've practiced ones that I've Notice a huge difference in and it's amazing how my clients are like wow I've lost all this weight that I've been trying to get off for so long or now I'm not on medication anymore and you know I'm not congested anymore and I don't have brain fog and you know it's a miracle my doctors are seeing my levels are normal and I didn't even take the medicine and you know I'm getting getting results like this all the time and it's really beautiful to see that that I know the stuff works because it's worked for me and seeing that in so many people and hundreds of women you know it's it's remarkable and now more and more people are starting to do research on kundalini yoga and the benefits and there are brain scans and you know there's more studies on this and that proves that it's working so science and yoga are now going to go hand in hand
0: yeah yeah i um i think this is all happening for a reason because I've been really called to, to get more into Kundalini. Would you say that the reason why Kundalini in particular is more healing to the thyroid because of how much more intense the breath is like, like I know all yoga, like I've been teaching yoga for six years, but um, I feel like Kundalini is more focused on the breath and arm movements. Do you think that has anything to do with the thyroid? Cause for some reason, when I go outside and I start moving my arms around and I know that's a big part of kundalini I start to just feel more like vibrant and and alive like what's is there a connection with the arm movements like
1: yeah absolutely so the arms you're stimulating different meridians in your body when you're moving your arms and you're moving your fingers and when you move your fingers it's called their mudras and you every finger has a different uh, organ that's it's uh, corresponding to and a different meridian in your body. And that's affecting your lungs, your intestines, your heart, your liver, your spleen, your uh, your other digestive organs, stomach. So it's kidneys. So rather than just in a yoga class, I mean, yoga is beneficial. Vinyasa yoga, Hatha yoga, I still practice. I still study that. That's my original training. Though there's something even more powerful when you're combining the mudra your hands and your arms, you're affecting different meridians and you're, you're using your breath and you're, a lot of times you're using sound. So sound is very healing for the thyroid and very healing for the body and very healing for the kidneys. So, you know, when you hear for example, when you hear the sound of the ocean, right? How awesome is it that you feel so calm? Your ears are connected to your, your hearing connected to your, um, your kidneys, your adrenals. you feel very pacified when you hear certain sounds and when you hear other frequencies like a chaotic horn or an ambulance you feel more startled so everything on our earth has a different vibration and what kundalini does is raise your vibration so you are on a higher frequency just as as other things have vibrations like a you know a tree has this beautiful high vibration that you feel and if you see a big dumpster or you know a piece of plastic you feel that vibration is very heavy and dense or you know other things in your life you know you can feel different people's energy kundalini works on an energetic vibration so you feel better you feel more radiant and it's very it's a very healing type of yoga anyone can do it anyone can do it 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 offers so many modifications so even a, a true beginner can go to a kundalini class and get through the class and feel empowered and it's not all these crazy You know, I, I love practicing crazy poses, but I understand that, you know, some days my body might not feel like that, or, you know, I'm going to get old someday that, you know, maybe I don't want to throw myself into backbends and chaturangas and Kundalini is a yoga that you can age beautifully with and have, you know, and, and have with you for life. And I love it because another reason I love it is because you can, you can really take it. All over the world with you when you travel you don't even need to bring a yoga mat necessarily and it's not just sitting there's definitely vibrant poses that you're jumping around and you're moving and you're shaking and it includes all these elements of you your entire body it's really it's really
0: fun yeah the jumping around and and the shaking and the moving Mm -hmm. that, that alone um i feel like is all about the adrenals and like that's why those those mini trampolines are so popular right now. Yeah, the lymph flush, yeah. Yeah, lymphatic, yeah. So I think that's a huge, huge thing with with people with thyroid because there's so much energy that's just stuck kind of in the body. Mm -hmm. I feel it. Like I feel there's days when I wake up, (laughs) like, you know, my shoulders are are tight, my hips are tight. Um, When you were going through this whole transition, where in your body did you feel like, the energy was blocked or stuck?
1: Yeah, that's a great question. I felt a lot of stuck energy in my, in my belly because I was using, um, that as kind of protection to not have to be my true self. I was padding it with a lot of, you know, um, just padding, you know, just my belly being a source of shame and, I held a lot of energy there that I wasn't paying attention to. And besides my throat, of course, that's an obvious one. Yeah. When, you, when you hold a lot of inflammation here in this region, it's a lot of fear to speak your truth or um, shame around your expression. So that was another big one as well. And um, uh, what else? My legs were always heavy. Legs are, if you have a lot of heaviness in your legs, that also is a lot of fear of moving forward in, in the world.
0: Wow. Okay. So that makes sense. I mean, yeah, it's, it's crazy on, on my flare up days or whatever, my, my legs will like swell up twice the size. Mm. And like, if someone were to look at me, they'd be like, what are you talking about? Like you're tiny and whatever. But like, there have been days where I've actually taken pictures of my legs because that's, I guess that's where the biomarker is. That's, that's just where the inflammation marker is. And, um, it's traumatizing because there's days where like you can't walk and like, and stretching is just so vigorous and like, you know, the swelling, it's just, people don't realize that even if you look healthy on the outside, really you could be in a lot of pain and, and, um, yeah, the legs swelling and all that is something that I've been dealing with really heavily, um. And basically movement and the sauna. And yes, the sauna. That, those are like the only things that, that really just get me out of a, a flare-up. And it's like my symptoms kind of sometimes feel like fibromyalgia because of how intense the body swells up. It, it could It could be instant, you know. I could be walking around feeling great, feeling light, and feeling not, you know, swollen or anything. And then all of a sudden – it just starts to build and build and build. So the sauna and breathing, and then once once I spend an hour in there, it's like I'm back to feeling great. So obviously, like everything you're saying with with breathing and just stretching and, and I'll do like movement of my arms and stuff, it just makes complete sense.
1: It's huge, and the infrared sauna is incredible. That's something that I, I did almost – daily. Every other day when I lived in LA, I had access to an infrared sauna and infrared that really helps to detoxify the body. It kills, it kills, uh, cancer cells. It's great for, um, eliminating and reducing on a huge scale fat cells as well. So I love that. That is a, as one of the rituals for healing. And then also, um, Uh, there's something I love also enemas and colonics and, people sometimes get freaked out if they're not used to healing in that way. Though, if you can open yourself up to that modality, it's a great way to eliminate the toxic heaviness that for, for me, for example, when I first moved to Costa Rica, my feet were always so swollen. And I was wondering, I was like, why are my feet so swollen? I'm healthy, I'm moving, I'm walking, my ankles, my feet were so like, I would they would be in pain. And it wasn't until I did a a couple liver cleanses of deep, deep flushing the liver and the int- intestines that finally my feet started to feel better. And I was like, what is the correlation? Well, the correlation was the stunk, the stuck lymph was getting stuck in my lower extremities in my legs and my feet and my ankles. And once I cleared my body out doing enemas and colonics and herbal, herbal cleanses and fasting, juice fasting and water fasting, that and under the care of a practitioner, of course. Yeah that my body started reacting in a powerful way that it, I, I never would have expected that inflammation in my joints was affected to the fact that I had
0: a lot stuck inside of me. Oh so. yeah. Yeah. The joint pain is it's real. And that's real. And it's so frustrating because like, like I said before, one day you, you might be feeling great, you're open and everything. And then the next day it's like, you just, all your joints are painful and inflamed. So it's, mm-hmm. it's a, uh, it's tricky to be like, all right, well, what, what caused this, what triggered this, you know? And then that's, I think that's why everybody is so obsessed, I guess, obsessed um, with elimination diets and um, all these different types of, I I don't like the word diet, but like, it's like a test. Like, like our body is our own science project now. Yes. (laughs) And, like I talked to a holistic doctor. I had an over the phone consultation like a few weeks ago and I basically told him everything that I eat. And he was like, well, it sounds like you're eating a lot of lectins.
1: Mm, and,
0: yeah. All right. So basically everything I was eating was full of lectins and apparently that's not good for thyroid. And I was, I had, was telling him like, I think I have leaky gut again. Cause I get so bloated and, and he was like, you know, take some of these foods out and see how you feel. And, you know, I didn't want to admit that it was what I was eating that was giving me some like flare ups, but I think I was overdoing like, when you're vegan and you're plant-based, I think we can get caught up and we can overeat healthy foods. If that makes sense. Yeah. Like I was eating like so much hummus and raw cucumbers and, and raw pumpkin seeds. And like, he literally said, those three foods have like the highest in lectin. So I was like, damn. So I, I took those out and I've swapped them with other things. And I've been starting to feel a little bit better. So it's just, I, everybody's different. But what, um I guess, what for your body, what are like, if you had to choose three things that help your body um, get out of a flare up day, like if you're just swollen and you're feeling just really fucked up, Um, What are those like three modalities or it could be like three herbs or or a combination that help you?
1: So if I'm feeling really
0: messed up, um, generally it's because I ate too much
1: sugar the day before or I didn't get enough sleep or um, I, yeah, I ate something. Usually it's, I ate something that was out of alignment or I'm not being creative in my work and that will put me in a funk. So if I just don't feel good, uh, what I do first of all is I take a cold shower in the morning and I dry brush. So I take this this brush that you you stroke up from your legs up up up. You stroke up to the heart. You stroke behind the knees, stroke all the way up and brush towards the heart. Dry and then you take a cold shower. I do this every morning, so it's amazing. And I wake up early in the morning, usually before sunrise, around four a.m. or wow yeah this this week i've been really good about waking up at 3 30 in the morning and doing my daily practice oh my god i know it's hard and it's the kundalini takes it's a very regimented lifestyle and it feels amazing when you actually do it and you keep up with it and so you take this cold shower and you can do this anytime when you wake up the cold shower it stimulates your lymphatic system your glandular system and your Mm -hmm. thyroid and your heart and your circulation everything so when you stand in the shower take a hot start with hot water get used to it and then put it all the way cold not like mediocre cold but all the way cold and you blast your throat with it and your chest and under your armpits and it feels really once you get used to it it starts to feel really good and you look forward to it like the days i don't do it i don't feel as good or as energized you blast it on your forehead if your shower gets really cold that's awesome mine in costa rica doesn't get that cold but when i'm traveling it gets really cold and i love it and that'll give you a blast and then for me, the Sheila Jit Tonic that I talked about earlier gives you a ton of energy. So I do that um, and I drink warm lemon water. So water that's warm with a squeeze of lemon also in the morning helps to alkalize my body. So if I ate something nasty I shouldn't have eat eaten or You know, if I accidentally had gluten that I shouldn't have had and it was in something and I didn't know about it or ate too close to bedtime, the lemon water will start the digestive process. And then I also will do an enema. So I do a water enema or a coffee enema and I have my own enema kit. You can get them online. There's a great brand called Foret, F-O-R-E-T. It's on my website also, so I can send you you guys a link to it. Oh, yeah. yeah. So that's amazing because then I can just wipe out and if if I ate something that I shouldn't have eaten or I'm bloated or I'm gassy, then I'll do that or I'll do a coffee enema and add organic coffee to the bag. And that for me helps so much. And then my kundalini yoga practice. So I have, I have certain kriyas that detoxify the body and give you instant energy. And some of them only take 20 minutes. So I'll do a quick practice or I'll do a longer practice depending on my timing. But that's, I mean, we can heal our body so fast. And it's just, it's really all about tuning into our inner wisdom and becoming our own, our own healer.
0: Yeah. Yeah. And I think, Yeah. Everything you're saying is just like, I want to try the the enemas, the coffee enemas. Um, I also think that we can get so trapped in, in our mind in these days that we have the the high inflammation that we feel trapped and stuck. And we have to understand that it's temporary too. Like Mm -hmm. I have to like sometimes trick myself and just be like, all right, you know what? I'm just going to sit with feeling, whatever it is, fat, swollen, tight, you know, joints hurting, I'm just going to sit with it and know that it's only probably going to be today and tomorrow will be better. Um, chances are, you know, you have one bad day and the next day you like feel totally different, but mm-hmm. it's so, it's just so hard to to navigate through an adult life and adulting when you get hit with these days that you can't prepare for. It's not like, okay, next week, I know that I'm going to have a flare up on Wednesday. So I'm not going to, I'm not going to schedule anything for that day. It's like, you still have to be an adult and navigate yourself through the day when when you're in this pain and and discomfort. So it's, it's just, it's good to know that like even a 20 minute, you know, or doing something very simple and short can like kind of take you out of that, that slump.
1: Absolutely. And, and it's all about empowering ourselves and not giving our power away to doctors, you know, to always someone in a white coat to be able to heal us. Or I remember anytime I had the simplest thing, I would just go to a doctor, I'd give my power away all the time. And now it's, it's this like, wow, I reclaim that I am my own healer. How cool is that? <laughs>
0: yeah, yeah, definitely. Oh my God, like so much good information. I actually can't wait to get on your website and like, do you have videos on your website with these creas and, and stuff like that?
1: I'm excited for you. I have some on my website and then um, I offer Online classes, online sessions, retreats, teacher trainings in thyroid yoga. Cool. I'm re- I'm really excited because I'm offering some cool stuff in Costa Rica soon, and I do one-on-one retreats with women that come to me for custom experiences and custom healing. So
0: amazing! I love I think, what I do. <laughs> I, yeah, I think I need, I need I need you to help me. Um, I got so you. link everybody in the show notes with all of your things: your website, your Instagram. Um, everything that you do i I love everything you're doing because I feel like so many women and men are just they need they need to to find different modalities and it's not just yoga it's not just one thing that's gonna heal us it's it's the whole it's the whole thing it's the herbs it's the movement it's everything and I feel like that's what you're that's what you're about so um, if there's one thing that you want to leave everybody with like uh, a thought or an inspiration or something that you're going through right now that that could help somebody what's what's one thing that you want to leave everybody with
1: I want you to remember that you have the ability to heal yourself and if you're listening to this right now there's something inside of you that knows that's true and and takes it takes your full-on commitment so it's, I I notice a lot of, a lot of my clients that come to me are, they're either ready to do the work and they're not, or, and some are not. And the ones that have the most success are the ones who will make the shift in their life where they will show up for their daily practice and they give it their whole heart and their 110%. And for me, that's what I've done the past week. You know, I noticed myself getting in a funk and because I wasn't doing my daily practice. And the moment I stepped it up again, It really shifted things. I noticed my thyroid was off. I was feeling inflamed. And now I feel 100% again. And so that's what I want to leave you with. If you really feel ready to do that and and you would like accountability and, you know, you I'm here for you. I'm I'm that's what I live for. You know, I live I keep my body so healthy and clean and I'm dedicated to my practice because I know that when I do that I can serve the world. And if that resonates with you and you know you need to serve the world and you have a huge purpose and you really want to show up in a big way for yourself, for your partnerships, do you want to manifest a good partnership and manifest something that's high vibrational and high frequency? We've got to heal the and vibe like have a higher vibe within us, right? You know this. Yeah, It's, yeah. it's all about. It's all. It starts with it within us, and if we can really devote ourselves to that, um, to, to healing ourselves, we have to be. We have to be committed if that's if that's what we want to do in the world for other people.
0: I couldn't agree more, and I, I think agree. we can all we can all agree with how intense autoimmune and thyroid and everything can be. And once we can just start to take the small steps and heal ourselves within, then it, it starts moving outwards and then our relationships are better and our living environments better. Our jobs feel better. So it really does start. Mm. Um, So we'll leave everybody with that. I think that that's super powerful and I just want to thank you so much for coming on the podcast and everybody will uh, link with you and find out all the amazing stuff that you offer. Um, You're just a magical healer woman. And I I look up to you because you give me a lot of hope with with healing my my thyroid stuff and weaning off of medication and everything. So you kind of just got me really excited to just to start, you know, amping it up. So yeah. I love you Um, thank you so much for coming on thanks Gabby
1: I love you too and I really I'm really honored that you know you found this work and that it's helping you and um, you know I'm here for you and and everyone that's listening in I'm here for you too even if we haven't haven't met yet in this life definitely send me a message connect with me the info is I'm sure going to be in the show notes and and just mention that you listened in and I'll send you something special Awesome. awesome all right girl all right peace much love sister
0: thank you thank you guys so much for tuning into that episode of the vibe within i hope you learned a lot i hope that you feel better you feel good now that you've um tapped into all of the knowledge that fern has in that brain of hers um she's awesome If you want to follow her on Instagram, her Instagram is fernolivia, all one word, fernolivia. I'll put her in the show notes, reach out to her. She's amazing. Um, If you'd like to support the podcast in any way, there's a few different ways you can. It's listed in the show notes as always. Feel free to reach out to me, Instagram, email. I'm here for you. We're all going through the same shit. Just different bodies, different scenarios, you know, different people. But mainly we're all living out similar battles and that the hero's journey and archetypes and the same stories just written in different different formats. So um thank you so much for just your energy keep coming back and share this episode with a friend or a family member if it resonated with you and you think that you know you should extend it to somebody else I remember when I first started listening to podcasts I got so excited and I would just be sending podcast episodes to all my friends who who I feel like they would resonate with certain episodes so keep sharing Um, you guys are the reason why my podcast is thriving. Um, thank you so much for just your energy and your time. Have a good rest of your day, your evening, and I'll talk to you soon.